Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Luke chapter 12, starting in verse 35 and going to verse 59. And it begins with Jesus continuing some teaching. He says this, Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning, as though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them, put on an apron, and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord, Jesus, replied, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant thinks, My master won't be back for a while, and he begins to beat the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful. And a servant who knows what the master wants but is not prepared and doesn't carry those instructions out will be severely punished. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. I have come to set the world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me, and I am under a heavy burden until it is accomplished. Do you think I've come to bring peace to the earth? No, I've come to divide people against each other. From now on, families will be split apart, three in favor of me and two against, or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, and mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. And then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, When you see clouds beginning to form in the west, you say, Here comes a shower, and you are right. When the south wind blows, you say today will be a scorcher. And it is. You fools, you know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times. Why can't you decide for yourselves what is right? When you are on the way to court with your accuser, try to settle the matter before you get there. Otherwise, your accuser may drag you before the judge who will hand you over 
to an officer who will throw you into prison, and if that happens, you won't be free again until you've paid the very last penny. All right, Jesus uh, speaks of a lot of different things in this teaching, and a lot of it is very difficult to get our head around. But he seems to be speaking about the time when the Son of Man returns. And Jesus refers to himself often in the Scripture, especially in this book, the book of Luke, as the Son of Man. It was a very much a cosmic view of uh, the Messiah, a very cosmic powerful, mighty view of the Messiah to come. And that passage or that uh, term is used from the book of Daniel. And so Jesus refers to himself as the Son of Man. It's a messianic, Messiah rescuer uh, kind of uh, image for himself of the one who is going to return and put the world right and set the world right and bring justice and put things back the way it's supposed to be. And Jesus here says, listen, guys, Listen to my followers. I need you to be ready. You need to be ready for my return. You need to be prepared. You need to be ready. And this entire passage deals with a couple themes. Themes like be ready. Have an urgency. Don't be lazy. Be loyal. Be faithful. Know who your master is and serve your master well and faithfully and in alignment with what the master wants you to do. There's a sense that there's going to be a period of time in which the master goes away and then he will return. And in that time before uh, he returns, the question is, how are we living? What are we doing? It reminds me of uh, times in my life when I'd have a job, and I had a job for an older gentleman at one point in time, and he kind of told me what to do and, and set me loose in his yard, and, and then he kind of went away. Now, I could have just kind of sat around there and moved some rocks around and moved some things around, made it look like I did work, but he was very specific about what he wanted me to do, and he looked for me to accomplish the task. Now, if I would have just kind of sat around and he would have returned, I would not have received the reward, the payment. So while he was away, I worked hard at fulfilling what he had told me to do so that when he returned, he would reward me and entrust me with more work. It's that same kind of imagery Jesus is saying to his followers, I'm entrusting you this work. You are my servants. I'm your master. I'm your king. I've got good work for you to do all around you that I've prepared in advance for you. Be loyal, be faithful, work hard, do the work because there will come a time when I return and when I return, that's when everything is put back the way it should be. And I'll know whether or not you followed through on what you said you were going to do or what I gave you to do. So Jesus here, there is this sense of this return of Jesus. It's a real Christian hope that we have. As followers of Jesus, we believe that Jesus not only came the first time, which we celebrate at Christmas, that Jesus, the very Son of God, came to us and became human. 
but that Jesus lived an incredible life, and Jesus then died a terrific, uh, you know, horrible, terrific death that was um, uh, horrific, and and then rose again from the dead. And when he rose again from the dead, the promise is that all of us will one day be raised. And that will take place when he returns. Because there's this promise, return of the king. And the question is, before the return of the king, how are his servants living? What are they doing? It's interesting. Jesus promised, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. And yet, he is with us, and yet we know he's not yet fully here in the sense that he hasn't returned and the world hasn't been set right yet. And so the encouragement for us is to be loyal, is to be faithful, is to work hard with a sense of purpose to participate in what Jesus wants accomplished in this world. And he gave a lot of warnings. He says, listen, there's going to come a time, and this was probably around the time, not too distant future from him saying these words to the disciples, but there's going to be a time where families are divided because of me. And that's what happened. I mean, people came to say yes to Jesus, followed Jesus, and some were kicked out of families, some were kicked out of towns, persecuted. And even today, there are followers of Jesus around the world who come to faith in another kind of a setting, a setting that does not allow for the freedom of religion or freedom to follow Jesus openly. And our brothers and sisters around the world are coming to faith in Jesus, and many of them are having to leave their families behind because they're putting their hope and trust in Jesus. And Jesus is calling for loyalty. He says, I want to be your number one. I want to be your family. I want you to faithfully follow me. And so today, the, the invitation, the encouragement from Jesus is to continue to be about his work, to prioritize his work, to have a sense of urgency and expectancy that Jesus, the king, though he is with us, the king will return and put the world right. And we're called, regardless of our circumstances, to be ready, to be prepared, and to be about his work and his business. And so today, how is God speaking to you? How is he motivating you? How is he challenging you? And then what will you do about it? Would you pray with me? God, today I thank you for each person listening to this audio devotional. I thank you for your word, God, and how it speaks to us and challenges us. God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit that speaks to us. And so, God, um, we want to be faithful. We want to be about your work. We want to prioritize your work above all other things. We want to be faithful to you. And so, God, show us today how to be faithful to you. Show us what we can do today to join you in the good work you have for us. And then give us the courage, fill us with your Spirit, to carry out that work even in the midst of division, even in the midst of difficulty, even in the midst of persecution, whatever comes our way, may we be faithful and loyal to you, our master, the one who rewards in the end. We love you. We thank you for this moment to be with you and together. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.